This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome back, everyone, to the Web3 Weekly Podcast the most relatable and reliable crypto, NFT, and decentralized technology podcast in the nation. Today, I am blessed to be joined with Gregory Pierce, who is an insanely talented digital artist who is using his talents to create wonderful pieces of NFT art. Gregory has worked on a number of famous projects, as well as starting his own project called the Moon Bat NFT Collection. So without further ado, I would like to welcome Gregory to the podcast. What's going on? Welcome hey, to Web3 Weekly. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. it yeah, no, yeah, no problem. I'm happy you could uh, find some time out of your busy schedule to come down and uh, uh, talk talk on a podcast with me today. Maybe put down the paintbrush, you could say, and uh, turn on the turn on the mic uh, and join the podcast. But <laughs> I'm, ha- I'm I'm excited to learn more about not only you but how you got started in the entire space as well as your art and how you do with your NFTs and everything. But before we hop into that and go more in depth into all that, do you mind to give the audience maybe a brief summary of who you are and what you do inside this space? Oh, let's see. A brief summary, huh? Okay, well, my name is Gregory. Um, uh, my My artist name is Gregatron, 24 frames per second. Um, I'm a stop motion artist, uh, a sculptor, a welder, um, a puppeteer, a puppet maker. I pretty much do everything under the sun. So I also do uh, digital effects and after effects and special effects and all sorts of good stuff too. So um, that's basically me in a nutshell. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, we might as well just hop right into some of the questions I have for you today and to have the audience get a better picture of kind of who they're uh listening to do you mind kind of explaining where you're from and how you kind of got got to where you are now let's see so um i'm from new hampshire actually so uh (laughs) there's not a lot of animation and um (laughs) design stuff going on up here uh so i'm kind of an outcast in that sense where uh, it's very hard to find animation jobs and stuff like that. I ended up going to college for animation um, because while I was doing stop motion animation, I really wanted to learn 2D and wanted to learn special effects and be able to basically make my own short films from start to finish without having to outsource any of the work. So um, it was there that I met my partner, Mariana, and we she got me into NFTs because she was like, hey, have you heard of this thing? Like we've been working for months on on stuff and it turns out we can sell it and make money and uh, have some sort of lucrative uh, art market so that's really where how i ended up coming into this space and then i don't know it's not amazing but it, my career has definitely taken off since entering into the nft arena because i think because of all the artists and all the other great contacts i've been meeting through um through that medium Awesome. That's super cool. I, I like how you kind of just have a realistic kind of example for how you got into NFTs and all that. 
just you know, like you know, I was I've been making art and I think I can make some money off it. So yeah, absolutely. I think that's how a lot of people, um, especially artists, first got into NFTs and kind of explored the entire world and then they hopped into the rabbit hole, you could say. But uh, do you care to kind of what do you do outside of kind of doing art? Do you do you have any hobbies or like what kind of helps spark your creativity? Oh, uh, let's see. I've been doing stop motion since I was in high school. Um, I was taking video video recording and stuff like that, and I was in a band, and I was like, oh, really, I really loved like Primus and how he made his own music videos out of claymation. So that's where I started, kind of like creating stuff. My my hobbies are endless. I every art form uh, attracts me. Uh, I've tried almost everything. <laughs> um, tried Maya painting, classic, you know, traditional painting. Um, I'm, I fell more onto, uh, metal fabrication and sculpture and, um, puppeteering and puppet making because I just, I love the medium. I love working with metal, but I also love making puppets. And then I think that a big part of the puppets and puppeteering with the stop motion is that I love to, uh, I'm a, I love to tell stories. So the ability for me to kind of like, um, build my character and make him do or say or act out whatever I want um, is just, uh, that's really appealing to me as a storyteller too. So um, yeah, hobbies are endless. I do um, Iaido, I do martial arts with my girlfriend. Um, I do, um, I uh, work on my motorcycle and you know, that's kind of like a fun little hobby, but um, yeah. And then stop motion before nfts stop motion was just a constant it was i was always trying to make tell a story and up until nfts i was taking up to two years to complete some um three minute animations so uh it can be you know <laughs> it could be a, a one hobby can last you know one project could last like up to two years so uh, that's always like a constant of me building and uh, animating and sound designing and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's awesome. I like when someone isn't only just in the NFT space. I like when they have many hobbies and many uh, things outside of the space because it kind of shows that they're a regular person. Uh, NFTs aren't their whole life. Neither is like kind of like the Web three space. Like it's good to have uh, other outlets to explore creativity and kind of just enjoy life in general besides just living on a crypto twitter but uh i want kind of on kind of that topic how did you what, what was your first interaction with crypto like can you remember maybe just how'd you get started with that um so my first interaction i got onto this app called clubhouse uh, my girlfriend started getting on again my girlfriend has got me into everything <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm kind of a shut-in and uh i am constantly working on my small projects so i very rarely get out or talk to people but um uh she got me on this app called clubhouse where it's um it's a chat room kind of thing and uh you you, you kind of will be surprised that how many artists you end up uh, sitting in a room with talking to um, animators from the Simpsons or, you know, some really big name 2d artists. Uh, and they, these were all people that had their finger on the pulse of NFTs. And really before Twitter spaces took off um, clubhouse was the place where you would get all the, 
the alpha, all the info, all the, you know, you'd get all the tips and tricks. And you would, it was really a place for where people would come in, first time people, and an entire room of people would explain to them how to mint their first NFT, how to handle their wallet, how to do this, how to do that. So I think being there, um, I mean, I have a notebook full of notes from listening to these people because, you know, I'm going, I'm an artist too. Um, I, I want to, you know, make, I want to sell my art too. That would be awesome. So I just started taking notes and listening to them and, uh, basically followed suit by, uh, by minting my first NFT from all the information I got from there. That's really how I, I entered into the space. That's really how I was confident enough to, um, to kind of start doing this. Yeah, that's super awesome. It was really cool to see that you weren't just some person that uh, my buddy in the dorm room told me to buy Bitcoin in 2010. And I was like, nah, I'm good. And then yeah. eventually everyone talking about it. Like, I might as well buy it. I've heard that story. I feel like a thousand times. But yeah, you, I like the, I like the story uh, you told about you getting into crypto and everything and kind of giving a more realistic look into it. But we'll kind of hop into your nfts as well as like just like the art and the nfts you sell but before that do you mind kind of to name drop some of the major players you in the space you kind of worked with with your nfts oh sure yeah i i hope they don't uh <laughs> i hope they're not mad at me if i name drop them but uh definitely top top person is mariana martins um she goes uh, by mariana martins art on instagram and basically everywhere else uh, that's my girlfriend, and she is a big-time NFT <laughs> hustler, and but also a very like supportive person too in the community. And um, uh, let's see who else. Um, uh, Mob Salit, of course. Concept. Um, Brian Romero, uh, Mumbot. Um, let's see. So many people. Fidget. Um, it's, it's amazing. Cause it's like, there's, <laughs> to me, these artists are huge. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, wow, you, you're where I want to be. You're all set up. You're selling your art. You're making a living, you know? So I really look up to them because you don't really get to talk to big artists, uh, and get personal advice from them. I don't know if you've ever messaged a big artist on Instagram, but they'll basically ignore you because <laughs> you look like spam, but it's like gives you a chance to talk to um, some like really talented people on a uh, on a more casual setting. So it's it's really amazing. But yeah, all those artists, um, Matt Hayes, uh, uh, Popple, uh, Food Masku, some uh, just too too many to name. You'd be you'd be surprised at the the size of these rooms of these amazing artists and talent. But um, yeah, uh, <laughs> the that's a bunch of names, <laughs> a bunch of names <laughs> dropping. That's super cool. Hopefully that uh, maybe entices some of the listeners to continue listening because they were like, oh, wow, this dude's actually pretty serious in the space. And yeah, I have, I uh, would agree if any listeners are thinking that way. But we might as well just hop right into uh, the NFT space. You know, and you already talked about what first got you into uh, putting your own art into the NFT world. But can you kind of explain maybe what was the first NFT you minted? So the first NFT I minted, right? Uh, the pandemic was happening. Uh, we were all shut in. Uh, we were going crazy. But 
I had a six month project that I had started with my girlfriend and it was a uh, stop motion animated space spaceman. So it was a guy in a spacesuit um, with a two in a 2D um, planet environment that my girlfriend designed and animated. And uh, basically for six, uh, six months, I had been building and planning and uh, recording, uh, filming this stop motion puppet and uh, hunting for sounds and um, music and everything else. And it was during that time that NFTs became, you know, I was became aware of them. So I went, well, you know, I got this huge project. Why don't I break it up a little bit and turn them into NFTs? Like, why not? It's still going to finish. You know, it's still going to be because you, you got to understand, you know, I'm I'm coming from a place where, yeah, it's been six months uh, working on a project just to post it on Instagram. <laughs> I mean, that's six months of my time and money and, <laughs> you know, utility and, and sanity, too. Just to post on Instagram for like, you know, a couple hundred likes or whatever if on a good day. But, you know, NFT, all of a sudden, it, it, this reality came, you know, was enlightened, was came to light for me that I was like, I can sell my work. Like, that's okay. Like, so I, I went full bore into this, um, this astronaut dance animation that I had and that I had been recording and um, putting together. And I was like, okay, this is going to be my first NFT. This is, I'm going to sell this. So, you know, I was, while I was editing and doing the months and months of heavy, heavy lifting to get this thing done, I was also in Clubhouse and on Twitter Spaces, like kind of talking about my project and also introducing who I was, um, basically getting to know everybody around there. Because, you know, if you don't do the, if you don't do the soft work, like you're all, you know, you're your project's not really going to go anywhere if you're not, if you don't know anybody and nobody knows who the hell you are. So, you know, that's really where I came to releasing this project, this six month long project um, that is broken up into three parts. The first one is a dance. Uh, The second one is um, kind of a fun little after effects experiment where the astronaut, jumps off of a planet, flies through space, and then lands back on the planet. Um, to, and this is all to original music that my brother wrote for me. So it's um, it definitely took like two or three people to, to get these projects to the quality, the level of quality that they're at. But yeah, that's, uh, that's really the, the first NFT I ever released was a, um, a stop motion animated spaceman dancing. <laughs> which that's you, super awesome if you watch it um there's actually a video it's actually um laid over of me actually dancing so i actually <laughs> did the dance and laid it over and then animated the puppet to that dance with a green screen and so um those are my actual dance moves that are that are so how long too. yeah that's that that's so there's so many details behind just uh just basic stop motion can you kind of talk about how long that took and where yeah, just how long did how long did that take to finish? Yeah, I mean, uh, six months, uh, and that's kind of underplaying it a little bit because I was working on uh, to fabricate that spaceman puppet took a lot of ingenuity. I made everything from the metal harness, uh, metal and leather harness that he has connected to him, 
to his belt buckle to the the visor of his helmet is fabricated like i made everything his helmet every every inch of him so and that, that can take you know if you're if you're kind of figuring it out it can take a few months to kind of be like oh how am i supposed to make this how you know so trial and error um materials getting shipped this and that yeah it took take a couple months but um the entire project is now spanned over a year and a half because the final project the the final the third installation of this nft um has been going on the entire time so this entire year and a half progress of me releasing these nfts and finishing them um i've also been working on the side on the last half which is the main the biggest the main production which involves uh two stop motion characters green screen special effects uh original music uh after effects um sound design everything so this is that's all been going on in the background uh while i also you know work a full-time job uh do sculpture commissions uh travel to nft events in new york and los angeles um work on um of course i realized i had to work on um other people's nfts so i you know i realized i was like i got to do some derivatives i got to do some stuff on the side so um it's been a trickle of a long time getting this project done but it is currently out getting um scored by a musician that i know and uh the 2d elements are being added by my girlfriend mariana while i kind of sit back and <laughs> uh relish all the work that i've done and how it's all coming <laughs> together outside of my room which is really nice but yeah it's uh it's been a long it's been a long journey so uh that, and it's that's so cool it's I definitely mean... hard cuz the 2d nft artists out there can put their work out there really fast and i'm like hustling 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 to get this yeah. work done but it is it's like making a miniature film so yeah that's what that's that's the reason why i enjoy having artists on the podcast so much is like i had concept on um a few weeks ago and he talked about everything he makes and i think it's just so admirable to see artists in this space just making one of ones and spending months upon months hours upon hours on just one project and it's really it's a, it's it's um kind of like a breath breath of fresh air especially in in the, in the NFT space cuz you see so many auto generated just 10,000 piece collections and yes yeah, some of them do take time and the artists have to sit down and make the unique traits but it's really just something it's it's really nice to see like someone like you um who's actually putting like blood sweat and tears into their art and they just spend so long it's just it's great to see the final the final yeah, thank um, you. i appreciate yeah. that yeah no problem that's another reason why i wanted you to have you on the podcast because it's kind of like a breath, breath of fresh air for everyone than just learning about a basic um collection but talking about collections and everything can you talk about more about your own moon bat animation and kind of why you named it that and where it's gonna go well um Moon Bat kind of came together because uh, me and my girlfriend Mariana uh, were we wanted to work together. We had worked together in college doing some animations, and um, once we really started kind of embracing the art artistic animator power couple kind of visage that we had taken on, like we were like we need something we need an umbrella to fall under so that we can post 
um, our work and kind of merge into this idea of a small animation company up in the Northeast that loves to collaborate with other artists, loves to um, make quirky things, but also loves to make multimedia animations like 2D and stop motion combined. So that was really, we kind of decided, um, it actually started with a, <laughs> um, a YouTube channel that we wanted to do, but uh, the nature of our animation styles and stuff uh, really didn't lend to YouTube, uh, the YouTube algorithm very much. So uh, we decided to just stick with Instagram and kind of Twitter. And then eventually I was like, you know what, when I, when I started my, um, my wallet to start minting nfts i was like i'm gonna do this under Moonbat. i'm gonna start embracing this name so uh gregatron 24 fbs kind of merged into this other power which is Moonbat animation which is uh the um animation that i'm doing with the spaceman is actually supposed to be kind of the the foundation of what we can what we can do as artists so all everything that i have is going into this this final animation to kind of be our the crescendo of who we are so it's like it's stop motion it's 2d it's sound design it's um after effects uh graphics it's you know editing it's all this stuff so uh, that's really where Moonbat came along and we i've just been feeding it uh, ever since so um, yeah, that's awesome. I'm excited for the future of a kind of Moonbat as a whole, not only your art, but all the people that you're working for and all the art that you're creating for them. And talking about the future of kind of just your art in general, like, can you maybe uh, shed some light on some projects that might be behind the curtain right now and maybe some special things you're working on? Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, I'm also a sculptor, so... I do uh, big wall-mounted, giant wall-mounted sculptures too, and and um, metal metal sculptures as well. So there is a um, giant metal owl in the making that's um, being started and prepped. And uh, there is uh, I'm actually being I'm in a show at the uh, Essex Art Center in Massachusetts where my giant hornet is going up on the wall, and then uh, there's um, some stop motion. Uh, NFTs, hopefully, that I recorded with, uh, recorded and conceptualized with some other artists on the um, on the Clubhouse app that I met, and uh, th- the puppet has been built and the recording has been done. I just need to sit down and animate it. So um, there's another kind of secret little project that's coming out with a um, disgruntled cupcake puppet that's going to kind of go through um, being hassled about being a pretty cupcake in this world of (laughs) hungry people who don't respect them. (laughs) So a bit of a bit of a, um, uh, you know, little gender politics kind of thing for women being treated a certain, not being treated seriously, especially in the space um, being close to a lot of female artists that don't get respected or don't get their, um, don't get their voices heard or their art liked or anything like that. And kind of like, you know, making a little, um, a little homage to, to that. So 
um, that that should be in the future of the next like probably eight months of uh, all the madness that I have to go through to record it and animate it. So awesome! Do you mind uh, telling the audience where they if they wanted to see your art in person? Where's that? Um, can you give more details about that sculpture and kind of details of where it's going to be? Oh yeah, my uh, my uh, social medias it's never made any sense to me because I have so many different talents and skills and so many different art styles, but you can see all my animations and all my sculptures and all my work on um, Instagram. It's a Gregatron 24 FPS. That's a short for frames per second. Uh, any animators out there will understand. Um, and then also Moonbat animations on Instagram is uh, more of a concentrated, uh, concentrated animation page where you can see animation and uh, the collaborations that I've been working on. But anywhere else you search, uh, usually it's just Gregatron 24 FPS and you'll be able to see my stuff. Yeah, and if anyone in the audience is uh, looking to see some of his art, I'll have the links in the the show notes for easy access. But to kind of ask a few questions before we head out of here, um, what are you most excited for for the future of NFT art? Well... I really hope that um, I really hope I get on some bigger projects. I get to do um, the Tanuki Bird um, artist derivative contest. I got to work on the, some Cheech and Chong uh, NFTs. Um, shout out to Joe Bradley. Thank you for letting me do that. Um, and I just I really hope that nfts pick back up again with everything that's going on and i hope that i really just hope i get to work on more projects because it's been honestly it's been a lot of hard work but it's just been so much fun to work with these other artists and on their projects like i love their projects too so it's really an honor for me to get to work on uh, and make something that they're like whoa this is a stop motion version of my artwork like this is so cool so Really, honestly, I just I, the gratitude I get from working with other artists is really what I'm after. Um, but so, selling NFTs is great too. So <laughs> I hope everything yeah. back up again. Yeah, I kind of I think me and you are kind of one and the same in that we're just excited for maybe the bear market might affect prices and all that. But I'm just excited to meet new people in the space, keep having more and more artists on, more project devs, more people that are in the space on the podcast just like you were hoping to work for more projects and i think we're we're both just trying to build build our uh, own followings up kind of continue to get work inside the space and kind of just grow and learn along with that so i'm kind of excited for the future of both of us and i kind of i wish you the best yeah thank you you too and uh yeah i'm gonna be dropping your name i'll be at uh nft nyc the next upcoming week so i'll drop your name to everybody and tell them to come on and talk about their experiences and stuff and you could tell them i you could tell them i uh (laughs) i I dropped their name and i uh i dox them and (laughs) yeah yeah, i'm excited but before we head out here i i do have one more question for you i ask it to everyone that comes on the pod it's and that is if you could have one superpower what would it be and why oh man um this is a hard one i think about this a lot um hmm. i guess (sighs) mind control so i wouldn't have to wait in traffic ever again but uh, (laughs) 
being able to heal people, I think, is an underrated uh, talent. I think that would be pretty cool to just be able to heal people. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I think that's a pretty admirable superpower to uh, want to have. But Gregory, I want to thank you again for coming on the podcast today. I appreciate you kind of opening up your calendar and letting me slide in for for uh, <laughs> about half an hour to learn more about who you are and uh, what you do. But also, I want to thank the audience today. Thank you all for listening. You are the whole reason uh, uh, Gregory and I are here today. Um, just, yeah, we're just growing the Web3 Weekly Podcast. And if you want to help us grow, uh, feel free to follow us on our social medias. It is Web3 underscore weekly. On that is on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. And on Twitter or Instagram, feel free to message us uh, any questions you have. Or maybe you're a, pro- you're a part of any projects or anything inside the space. Feel free to message me and I'd love to get in contact and maybe even have you on the podcast one day. So yeah, guys, also you can share the podcast, leave five stars on Spotify. That really helps us grow as well. And yeah, uh, Gregory, do you have anything uh, else to say before we head out here? No, Mike, I, I'm just thankful for being on here. Uh, let's hope that uh, this year goes a little better. Let's hope we, uh, we crush it. So uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me yeah. on. Awesome. Just stay positive and uh, stay bullish, my friends. See you guys.